peace of our Lord be with you. And God will wipe every tear from their eyes. Those words from today's epistle lesson, like all of the words in the Revelation, were probably originally written to a late first century community of faith located in Western Asia Minor, very near the Aegean Sea, struggling to resist the demands of the Roman Emperor Domitian. In that sense, the Revelation's original audience was as specific and local as the recipients of Paul's letters to the Romans, Corinthians, Philippians, and Galatians. Or, as one wise soul once observed, whenever we read the Revelation, we are reading someone else's mail. However, just because the Revelation was not written to us or about us, that doesn't mean that it doesn't hold an important message for us. To the contrary, we regularly find in the last book of the Bible comfort and hope for our lives, just as the original readers of the Revelation found comfort and hope for theirs. Perhaps never more so than when this morning's lesson places in our path one of the Bible's most tender, gentle images of the kindness and goodness of God. The image of God wiping every tear from every eye over on the other side. That beautiful image of the kindness and goodness of God first appears, as do many of the images in the Revelation, in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 25, verse 8, which says that someday God is going to prepare a banquet for all people at which God will wipe away all tears from all faces one of many images in the Bible for the kindness and goodness of God. The most familiar of which, of course, is the 23rd Psalm, which says that God is with us and for us, not in ways that spare us from the worst, but in ways that see us through the worst, God with us and for us, giving us new strength for each new day, the strength to go through what we did not get to go around in this life. And then, of course, there is Psalm 100, which says that God's steadfast love endures forever. 
and Psalm 145, which says that God is gracious and merciful, good and kind. And Isaiah 66, 13, which likens God to a mother who carries and comforts her children. The kind of mother who in today's lesson from the Revelation will someday dry the tears from our eyes and all eyes. Just a handful of the Bible's many images for the kindness and goodness of God, which is not the same as saying that God is sweet and nice. In fact, given all the hurt and harm which happens in this world, God, one imagines, is kind and good in ways that are more true and clear than sweet and nice. Violence, abuse, injustice, oppression, deception, manipulation, discrimination, ridicule, meanness, unkindness, the list of sins which bring hurt and harm to people's lives is long, and no one should ever confuse the kindness and goodness of God with a sweet, nice tolerance of that which needs to be called out and named, confronted, and changed. Our task as the children of God is to learn to know what the real sins are on the one hand and what the human struggles, complexities, and differences are on the other. One of the most important journeys any person ever takes along the path to spiritual depth is to walk in the Holy Spirit prayerfully enough for long enough to someday learn to discern the difference between a difference and a sin, and then to respond to each the way God would, with clarity and courage in the face of the real sins, and with kindness toward all else, and all persons, letting the kindness and goodness 
of God which has come down to us go out through us until, as the poet Naomi Shihab Nye says, it is only kindness which ties our shoes every morning and sends us out into the day. Drying more tears than we cause until we reach that far off, white-robed, glorious someday when God will wipe them all away. Amen.